Five Poems by John Keats. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bob Gonzalez. To Autumn. Season of mists and mellow fruitfulness. Close bosom friend of the maturing sun conspiring with him how to load and bless with fruit the vines that round the thatch-eaves run, to bend with apples the mossed cottage-trees, and fill all fruit with ripeness to the core, to swell the gourd, and plump the hazel shells with a sweet kernel, to set budding more and still more later flowers for the bees, until they think warm days will never cease, for summer has o'erbrimmed their clammy cells. Who hath not seen thee oft amid thy store? Sometimes whoever seeks abroad may find thee sitting careless on a granary floor, thy hair soft lifted by the winnowing wind, or on a half-reaped furrow sound asleep, drowsed with the fume of poppies, while thy hook spares the next suave and all its twined flowers. And sometimes like a gleaner thou dost keep steady thy laden head across a brook, or by a cider-press, with patient look, thou watchest the last oozings hours by hours. Where are the songs of spring? Ay, where are they? Think not of them. Thou hast thy music too. While barred clouds bloom the soft dying day, And touch the stubble plains with rosy hue, Then in a wailful choir the small gnats mourn Among the river sallows, Borne aloft or sinking as the light wind lives or dies, And full-grown lambs loud bleat from hilly bourne, Hedge-crickets sing, and now with treble soft the red-breast whistles from a garden-croft, And gathering swallows twitter in the skies. ON THE GRASSHOPPER AND CRICKET The poetry of earth is never dead, When all the birds are faint with the hot sun And hide in cooling trees, A voice will run from hedge to hedge About the new-mown mead. That is the grasshopper's, he takes the lead in summer luxury. He has never done with his delights. For when tired out with fun, he rests at ease beneath some pleasant weed. The poetry of earth is ceasing never. On a lone winter evening, when the frost has wrought a silence, from the stove there shrills the cricket song in warmth increasing ever and seems to one in drowsiness half lost, the grasshoppers among some grassy hills. Bright star, would I were steadfast as thou art, not in lone splendor hung aloft the night, and watching with eternal lids apart, like nature's patient sleepless eremite, the moving waters at their priest-like task of pure ablution round earth's human shores, or gazing on the new soft fallen mask of snow upon the mountains and the moors. No, yet still steadfast, 
still unchangeable, pillowed upon my fair love's ripening breast, to feel forever its soft fall and swell, awake forever in a sweet unrest, still, still to hear her tender taken breath, and so live ever, or else swoon to death. When I have fears that I may cease to be Before my pen has gleaned my teeming brain, Before high-piled books in charactery Hold like rich garners the full-ripened grain, When I behold upon the night's starred face Huge cloudy symbols of a high romance, And think that I may never live to trace Their shadows with the magic hand of chance, and when I feel, fair creature of an hour, that I shall never look upon thee more, never have relish in the fairy power of unreflecting love, then on the shore of the wide world I stand alone and think, till love and fame to nothingness do sink. Ode on a Grecian Urn Thou still unravished bride of quietness, Thou foster child of silence and slow time, Sylvan historian, who canst thus express A flowery tale more sweetly than our rhyme, What leaf-fringed legend haunts about thy shape Of deities or mortals or of both, In Tempe or the dales of Arcady? What men or gods are these, what maidens loathe, what mad pursuit, what struggle to escape, what pipes and timbrels, what wild ecstasy. Heard melodies are sweet, but those unheard are sweeter. Therefore, ye soft pipes, play on, not to the sensual ear, but more endeared, pipe to the spirit ditties of no tone. Fair youth beneath the trees, Thou canst not leave thy song, nor ever can those trees be bare. Bold lover, never, never canst thou kiss, though winning near the goal, yet do not grieve. She cannot fade, though thou hast not thy bliss, forever wilt thou love, and she be fair. Ah, happy, happy boughs! that cannot shed your leaves, nor ever bid the spring adieu, and happy melodist unwearied, forever piping songs forever new. More happy love, more happy, happy love, forever warm and still to be enjoyed, forever panting and forever young, all breathing human passion far above, that leaves a heart high sorrowful and cloyed, a burning forehead, and a parching tongue. Who are these coming to the sacrifice? To what green altar, O mysterious priest, Leadst thou that heifer lowing at the skies, And all her silken flanks with garlands dressed? What little town by river or seashore, Or mountain built with peaceful citadel, Is emptied of this folk this pious morn? And little town, Thy streets forevermore will silent be, And not a soul to tell why thou art desolate Can e'er return. 
O Attic shape, fair attitude, With breed of marble men and maidens overwrought, With forest branches and the trodden weed, Thou, silent form, dost tease us out of thought As doth eternity, cold pastoral, when old age shall this generation waste, Thou shalt remain in midst of other woe than ours, A friend to man, to whom thou sayest, Beauty is truth, truth beauty, That is all ye know on earth, And all ye need to know. End of Five Poems by John Keats